You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast for the independent mind and anyone who embraces life despite its absurdities. Join former attorney and professor turned Japanese papermaker Mark Reed each week as he talks with creative, inspiring, and influential people, or as he shares his own research to help make your world a little better today than it was yesterday. So we're off the beaten path today with my guest, Jose Silva Pinto, who also goes by the moniker Tonsby. He's a photographer. And when I say that, I don't mean it's a hobby. I mean, this is, this is spectacular work. Um, I've had other photographers on the program before, and, I'm, and nothing to detract from their work. Their work is brilliant as well. But Jose's photography is significantly more artistic in nature. Uh, I think he resists being called an artist. I think I saw something once where he said something like that. I'll ask him in a moment. But his photographs aren't merely pretty pictures. And I even dare say that the word stunning isn't sufficient alone to describe the work. You see, each photograph that I've ever seen of his tells a story. You don't just shuffle through photographs like these as if you're looking at someone's vacation album or baby pictures. These belong in a museum. They, uh, almost all of them are in black and white. There's a few color uh, landscape uh, photographs I saw, but almost exclusively black and white. They're engaging. You want to know more about the subject. It's truly magnificent work. And I encourage everyone after listening to this podcast episode to go check out his website and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. But wait, there's more. Jose has a fascinating story to go along with his fascinating photography. He is Portuguese or Angolan. I'll ask him in a moment which he considers himself, but he was born in and spent the first 15 years of his life in Angola, Africa, and he's there now. He, uh, he trained at one point as an engineer and eventually specialized in biotechnology with a career linked to the pharmaceutical industry and then the oil industry. He worked in countries across Europe, Asia, and Africa, and in 2000, he returned to Angola still working in the oil industry, and in 2003, 2004, he made a pivot. He, he made the decision to dedicate his life to his passion, fine art photography. He's participated in numerous exhibitions, published two books. He's currently working or finishing up a third, which portrays a retrospective of his career as a photographer over the last 20 years. It's an honor to have some of his time today. He joins me from Luanda, Angola. Welcome, Jose Silva Pinto, or do you prefer Tonsby? Hi, Mark. Uh, thanks. Uh, you know a lot of things about me, yeah? <laughs> you can call me Jose, Tonsby, whatever. I do my homework. <laughs> yeah, I see. Um, so do you consider, have, you, are, are you Portuguese or are you Angolan? I was born in Angola. I'm, I'm Angolan, uh, but I have a double nationality because when I was born here, well, it was a former country, it was a colony, a Portuguese colony. Right. And uh, I had the chance to, to get both, um, both uh, nationalities, and I have both. Okay. Uh, but in Angola, I'm Angolan, in Portugal, I'm Portuguese. Oh, um, I, see. I don't, I don't think, I, I don't care too much about this because um, my citizenship is where I feel well. Mm. If people treat me well in, I don't know, um, 
Guinea, Congo. I'm, yeah. I can be Congo, no problem. <laughs> I'm a world citizen. I, I, if I feel well, if, I'm, if people treat me well, I belong to this place too. I like that. That's actually pretty zen, by the way. Um, so uh, I heard you say on another podcast that you can't live in Portugal because you'd have too much fun there. Do you, uh, do, do you ever go back to Portugal or do you ever go to Portugal? Yeah, I love Portugal. I love Portuguese people, but especially I love food. Yeah. <laughs> I like Portuguese food and Portuguese wine. And uh, when I'm in Lisbon or Porto, Port, especially Porto, north of Portugal, um, I don't sleep too much because I have a lot of parties, a lot of dinners, and um, after I have problem with my trousers because I, I get weight. <laughs> and uh, I can relate. And, uh, but, but special light, Portugal has uh, the most beautiful light I've seen in my life. It's perfect, uh, especially by the end of the day. It's mm -hmm. fantastic. Lisbon is magic, um, uh, magic light. And uh, I think that is unique. I don't, I don't know other places, or I don't know all the world, but uh, Lisbon is fascinating, fascinating because the light is perfect. Uh, hmm. oh, yeah, I've never been. Incredible. I've been to Spain, but I never made it to Portugal. You have to. You have to try uh, the good red wine uh, <laughs> and good, good food, especially good food. It's, it's the best food in the world. I, Sorry I for the French people. <laughs> French people will not accept this easily. But uh, I have to. I have to be honest with myself. If I have to choose Portuguese or French food, I will go to Portuguese food. Nice. I did. I did actually tell my wife we we were before the pandemic, we were planning a trip, and we were uh, we were planning like Australia or uh, she wants to go to Morocco. I, I've been to Morocco and it's wonderful, but. Um, I, yeah, I told her, I said, let's, but I have been to Morocco and she had been to Australia. So I said, let's go somewhere we've both not been. Let's go to Portugal. Yeah. Portugal was on the list. So, but then the pandemic happened. You must go. We'll, you, you will not regret because people uh, are fantastic. Yeah. Portuguese people are top. As I told you, food is a, it's a problem. And <laughs> a good problem. problem. A good it's problem. It's a good problem. Yeah. Right. Yes. Well, be before, before we dive into your work, uh, tell the world what you wish people knew about Angola, because, you know, the world knows a, a, a bit about Portugal, but uh, let's be honest, most people don't know about Angola. I mean, I'm a party, pretty smart dude, but I had to look up. I know where it was on a map, but that was about it. I had to, I've been studying about Angola today. Tell the world what you wish people knew about Angola. Angola, Angola is a, is a special place to live. You need to be very, very tough to, 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 to resist this. It's a little bit chaotic. Mm -hmm. And our energy is, um, is a... We, we are special people because God forgot us or forget us, <laughs> but we still survive. Yeah. No one wants to know about us. Uh, only issues regarding oil and diamonds. Yeah. And... Um, and after that, we we are not um, we are not remembered. Um, it's a very good place. Needs um, we have a lack. Uh, we have a lot of problems also. Uh, basically, I think my our biggest problem is uh, education. Mm. Uh, no one, no one, uh, no one improved the conditions of education. 
And second problem is corruption. We have we have masters masters in, in corruption. We are we are, we are special. Yeah. We can make up absolutely fascinating things with corruption with 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 money that no one understands. But it's okay. But it's, it's a special place because people are special also. Is is if you go, yeah. Is speech Sorry. free? Is that's okay? Is speech free there? Like, you know, we're talking on a podcast, and probably no one in Angola is going to hear it. But can you say what you just said? Like, would you be able to say that in public in Angola, or could you might uh, get in trouble? I, I, I made that a few times, and the result is I was put outside the system. I'm not in the system. I'm I'm outside it. I don't belong to the to this uh, group of people that belongs to this uh, small circle. Yeah, and um, I have paid my my. This this cost me a lot because, uh, to give you an idea, I, I'm a photogra photographer for more than twenty years, and I have no work. I don't work for public institutions, uh, for state. I never work for them. Uh, I work for private only. Mm. And I have to make advertisement to pay my projects, my project, my personal projects. And I have no space to exhibit, exhibit my work, to show my work. Mm. Uh, I made one exhibition in 2019 in a Portuguese um, culture, cultural institute uh, mm. belonging to the Portuguese embassy. No one belongs, no one knows me here. And it's, a good, it's, a, it's one good thing. If you, if um, if I think well, it's okay for me. I don't want to to be well known, or um, because it it, re it takes me off my my freedom. If if you if everybody knows you, yeah, you become uh, how do you call this a uh, public a public uh, you have a public um, image and it remove ret retires you takes you takes off you uh, some freedom. Yeah, you're you in the pool. To go uh, around and because everybody knows you. Yeah, you're in the public, like. public eye, right? Um, yes. Uh, let's talk yeah, about okay. your, your your photography. When when did you first real? I mean, in your entire life, when did you first realize you had a passion for photography? Did you have a Polaroid camera as a kid, or, uh, or what? I used to to steal my father' camera. Get <laughs> a Rolleiflex and. Uh, and it was very beautiful camera, and um, I use I I I, I made a lot of photos with my camera, my my father's camera. Hmm. He didn't know that I used it. Only when he de developed the films, he got my my pictures. Normally, chicken, flowers, uh, stones, um, feet, food, everything uh, moves. Um, I took pictures, and um, I love. I, I start I start looking to at pictures before I, I learn reading. Yeah. My my father was a painter also and he he had a lot of books of um of painting and um and magazines and uh, and he, he brought he used to, to, to take home uh, some uh, newspapers and as I could not read I just look at the pictures and I create my own stories about the picture. I and after I, I I start creating my own um, way to to read pictures. Did, did you, pictures or photographs need to be read. You need to read them. Yeah. Well, yours uh, are certainly 
they certainly tell a story. I, in fact, this morning, it's five o'clock in the afternoon here. And, and this morning I was showing um, my wife, uh, your photography and her words. She said, wow, th- this is, this is goosebump photography. You know, the word goosebump in English, like, yes. yeah, you get, yeah. She said like, she was yeah. getting goosebumps looking at your photographs. And uh, I thought, well, that's a pretty good compliment, you know? And I got to tell you when I, the, the first time I saw your photos, I, I immediately knew that I wanted to talk to you because I, mm. I just, I saw ta- talent. Yeah. In fact, I, you know, I feel like, you know, I could study photography. Let's say I could, I, I studied it uh, formally and I could get probably pretty good, but I think I would get, I, would, but I, 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 I I think I would plateau. I think I would like get good and then, and then that would be about it. What I'm trying to say is you have a special talent. <laughs> you have a gift. You have an eye that I, I don't think most of us have. And I think it's special. I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. <laughs> did you ever study? Studied. Did you study no. formally? No, never. I only study my cameras. <laughs> I know exactly what they can do and how they do it. But uh, I never went to school. Um, I learned photography looking to paintings. Ah. Painters, are, 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 they, they cheat with the, they cheat us with the light. Mm-hmm. They create light and, they are, and I learned a lot of light with, with, with paintings. Um, I think that you, to, to get to get a good, um, I, I don't think there is a good or bad photography. For me, I think there is only photography or photographs. Well, I'll, Some, I'll, I like them. I'll I'll tell you like something that my wife and I noticed when we were looking at them today, is that a lot of your shots are are tight. So like you know, and she and I were talking, like there's a there's a photograph of an elephant on your website, and it's you know we stared at it for like ten minutes, and you know, we were talking and we said, you know, that 99.9% of people would actually try to fit the whole elephant in the frame, but yours isn't like that. You know, you, you, you're kind of up yeah. close, you're kind of up close on it and that it's, it's way more spectacular that way. And I mean, how did you learn that? Did you just, you just, you know, no, it's the moment I feel it. Wow. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I, when I'm shooting, I just, Feel what surrounds me, what I want to tell. Mm. Everyone knows, or everyone's already a, a full body elephant. Right. But no one saw the, the details of the high, the eyebrow. <laughs> because elephants are, <laughs> I love elephants because they are very sweet and they have a good memory. Right. And um, they are very, very intelligent too. Uh, I think that I, I use close. Uh, Close, I used to close my, my photos because I shoot very near the people. When I'm outside on, on the street, I don't ask permission. Sorry to tell you that, but I don't ask permission to take photos. I just take photos and have to speak with the people. Because I think if, if I speak prior to taking my photos, uh, I will change everything. People start posing and uh, right. they start being not natural. And I like to see the reaction. I don't hide myself. I, Sometimes I shoot people less than one meter. Right. I feel their smell. It's one way I, I almost touch the people. 
sometimes it's not good because uh, people not don't react very 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 nicely. But it's 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 uh, it's it happens on the street. Yeah. It happens. It can happen. Uh, I like I like close close shots, but I like also to open uh, open uh, my 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 view. Right. It depends how I feel, what I feel, and how I, what I want to tell to the people when I take a picture. Well, t- take us through the process for someone who's a, a beginner, a novice, you know, and, and I'm not saying give us a photography 101 class, but like, tell us how you look at the world. How, when you're walking around, how do you, you know, you talk, you said about you feel it. What are you, what's going on in your head when you see like, oh, oh got, I need to take it. <laughs> millions of things. Um, I don't make, I don't plan my, my shooting. I just take my camera, get my camera. I have my Jeep with Tank Fu and I just drive. When I feel tired or, or when I want to stop, I just stop and go around. I don't, I look at the people and I try to imagine how they are, what they do, what they feel, what they think. Hmm. Normally, I got answers or I get my answers when I take pictures. Yeah. Most of the time I don't, um, I don't make, um, judgments, prior judgment. I just go, I look and I speak with the people without words. We look each other and, um, I shoot, I make my, my shots. I don't have a special, yeah. what do you say? A special technique. Right. I just control my ISOs, my speed, hmm. and I like to use 50 millimeter and 85 millimeter. I hate zooms. I don't hate, but um, I only use zooms when the place is not safe and hmm. I have to run away fast or I cannot go very, very, very close. Right. And then I use zooms, but most of the time I use 50 mil. My best lens are 35, 50, and 85. I don't care about bodies, camera bodies, because all are good. Right. It's the lens. That... Uh, all make that, that work. Cameras, yeah, cameras are, are, are just tools. It's a yeah. tool. If you use, if you use your tool well, you get good pictures. If you don't use it well, it doesn't matter the brand. Right. You will not get good pictures. I will not pay fortune to have, um, sorry, I will say the name, Leica or Hasselblad because I don't need them to make my photos. And it doesn't make my photos better because they are a different brand. I use Japanese cameras. They are very, yeah. not very expensive. <laughs> yeah. the glass is very good. Some glasses is very good. And I don't, I don't make discussion about brands, Canon versus, versus Nikon right. or no, I'm not paid for that. Why black and white? Why, Why black you, and white? Yeah. Because black and white is, 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 is the way I feel. I, some pictures, I think that they result better in color. But most of my work, I like in black and white because it, it expresses my mood and, and, and expresses very well what I feel. And um, I read one time that when you shoot someone in color, you, you, you shoot the uh, closest or, or, or the closest. When you shoot in black and white, you shoot the soul. And it's true. Hmm. Black and white normally is, um, is one way, is, is more intimate uh, or intimist. I don't know how you say that. And, and there's no distractions. 
And mm -hmm. as is, this is what I like to, to, to do. I like black and white much more than color. That's a uh, that's a good segue to the last thing I, I I do. Every episode I do a thing called Five Minutes Zen, and where I try to give the listener some perspective and or some uh, um, you know down to earth day to day advice. And I guess what I'd ask ask you for this little segment is um, help us get some perspective. And what I mean is most people just go through their day and they're not looking at the world through the through the eyes of a photographer they they become numb to the world they just go the same way home every day turn down the same streets and they go to the same office and environment what's that they have that, routines yeah that right and everyone gets stuck in their routine so i guess what i'm i'm asking is you know give us some advice on like how to to begin to see the world the way you see it like how to how to notice the details of life. You need to love life. You need to be comfortable with yourself yeah. or not. <laughs> Some of my best pictures, I was very angry with myself um, because I, I was not emotionally balanced. Probably I was uh, in a, in a, not, not, in a, not in, a good, in a good mood. But the way to look at the world is to look at the other and respect the other. First thing is you must respect the persons around you. That's a, that you look at the people and you must understand that they deserve respect. Right. First thing is respect. After is natural curiosity. And the photographers, they, are, they have to train their eyes. They have to anticipate. They have to, and to anticipate and to understand what's around you you need to be inside the scene you, you cannot be outsiders on on the beginning yes i was outsider it was one way to protect myself i i, sh I made photography in very hard places after after the war uh, angolan has a, a war for many years right, so and after that i, I visit some places especially hospitals uh, where, where where there was a lot of kids and one way to uh, support and to make my photos was don't look straight, but through the camera. And um, I was difficult. I, I made pictures maybe in 2004, 2005, that I, it took 10 years to see them again because yeah. uh, it was so hard, so, so painful that I, I, I was maybe one two, three weeks without sleeping well, because these images was on my head and uh, was very difficult for me. But the way to understand the world is, is to be in the world, not, not inside the bubble. The problem is most of the people live inside the bubble and yeah. live with friends and they don't have connections outside this uh, usual uh, environment. I don't like bubbles. I, 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 <laughs> I, I live outside, I, I go out, Normally, I, I like to go to the places where I don't know anybody. Yeah, I'm a perfect stranger, and um, and it's easy for me to start talking with people without words. Mm. I don't hide myself. I show them. I have a camera. I'm a photographer. I'm here to take your picture. Right. If you don't want, you you just have to move right, or right. ask me to move. Yeah. But um, the details come like come. They, they will come 
when you get experience, um, you, you teach your eyes, you teach how to see, you teach yourself how to see what you want to see, yeah. what you want to show, yeah. what you want to tell to people. And, and pay attention. I think I speak a lot. Hands also speaks a lot. The body language is important. Um, I like very much portrait. I like a lot of uh, yeah, I think, portrait because I think it's some of your best work. Has, yeah, like when I looked at your oh, website, sorry. yeah, that the portraits are just amazing. Um, well, we're yeah. we're running out of time here, uh, so I will uh, I'll direct everyone to uh, tonspi.com. That's T-O-N-S-P-I.com. I'll put that in the notes. Uh, is is there any any uh, where else you want to point their attention, or, sh- or should they go there? No, I like I, I I normally I like people to see my work and and build their own stories about my work. I don't I don't use you know social networks. I use uh, some quote quotes, mm-hmm. and sometimes I write. But I think that photography or photographs they don't need them to be explained. Mm. And you have to make your own story about what you see. Right. I think that is freedom. I, I live. From, I, I think that people that watch my work or see my work, they must be able to build their own story about this photograph. Because as far as soon as you see my work, it belongs to you too. <laughs> they are my kids. So they are yours. You have to go to tonspi.com. T-O-N-S-P-I.com. Again, I'll put that in the notes, and you can thank me later for that. And you can thank me and help produce this podcast with just three bucks, which is nothing, by going to patreon.com slash zen sandwich. When you do that, I will mail you a postcard on washi. That's traditional Japanese paper that my wife and I make. That, uh, that's what we do here for a living. And I'll send you that postcard to wherever you are in the world, even if you're in Angola. And I'll uh, give you a shout out on the show. Well, uh, Jose, I really uh, appreciate your time today. Thank you, Mark.